Hello, and welcome to Coaching You Through. This is a podcast for widowers, helping you reconnect with life, love, and purpose. If you've lost someone, this is the place for you. So, I guess you're moving on. I'm happy. You're moving on, finally. You may have heard one of these two phrases uttered in this way at some point, or you may hear that at some time in the future. And that's what this week's episode is about. I want to talk to you about this idea of moving on uh, in the context of being a widower. I want to talk about uh, the thought errors that occur around this idea of moving on. I want to talk a little bit about my experience in this space. And I want to offer a couple of things uh, that I hope will be of help to you because these things happen. So. One of the things from the start is that the language around moving on is is not sufficient or nuanced enough to really uh, accurately describe what's happening in people's lives. And there's a basic thought error uh, that I think occurs when people use this phrase, either in in terms of supporting someone by saying, I'm happy for you, it sounds like you're healing, you're moving on, or in terms of judging someone by saying, oh yeah, I guess you're moving on. The basic thought error is this, is that grief and healing are processes, that you are going to go through a healing process that might last two years and a grieving process that lasts three, and therefore you should not entertain, explore any other relationships until you've gone through that prerequisite period of healing and grief. And in fact, that is not the case. Healing and grief are lifelong processes that you do not move through, you move with, and you find ways of integrating them into your life as you continue to grow through that next phase of your life. For me personally, I'm not desirous to move on. And I find the phrase offensive. It implies that I am leaving behind, forgetting, packing away one person, Alina, and pursuing another. It implies that I've let go of one thing and that it no longer means anything to me, and I've replaced it with another. And I do not desire to move on, leave, or unpack Alina ever, and I do not desire, nor do I believe that I can replace her with another ever, right? My life is always going to be this conscious integration of what is happening in my life as I continue to live it out to the end of my days and the experience of having lived with Alina for so many years and loving her and moving forward with her now, not physically in this world, but still loving her and having that relationship grow and transform with whatever other relationships I continue with. Children, uh, maybe a future spouse or a love interest or whatever it might be. The other thing that I really want to say up front is that it is incredibly important, even though it can be painful or off-putting, even upsetting, to uh, to go through these dialogues, is to give everyone a tremendous amount of grace. Uh, I lost a spouse, a lover, a best friend. My boys lost their mother. Uh, her sisters lost their sister. Uh, the mother and father lost their daughter. Uh, friends lost an incredible friend, co-worker, confidant. Everyone has lost 
a different part of this incredible person. And so with respect to all of those experiences, uh, to know that they're different and that we have different uh, requirements, expectations, hopes, and dreams in terms of how we continue to live with um, this new relationship with this person that we've known for so many years is is only to be fair to everyone. Um, I imagine it as a sort of a Venn diagram. And ordinarily with the Venn diagram, you have a few different circles and then you have this overlapping piece. And in that overlapping piece, you shade it in and that's where everyone can agree. And in this instance, you might not have Venn diagrams that that overlap entirely. Might be one or two, maybe you and your friends overlap and those pieces are shared, but all the other ones are just going to butt up against each other. And I think we just have to allow for that. Allow for the fact that we might not be able to get some good overlap between all these different Venn diagrams, these different circles, and 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 that we're going to have areas where we just butt up against each other. But we are going to commit to allowing everyone to be their own best version of themselves and to respect where they are in their own particular journey in terms of healing and grief and personal improvement and to love everyone involved in this in this relationship. The other thing is for you. If you are at the point where you are um, developing an interest in someone or if you're just curious about dating again or you just want to have platonic friendships or maybe you are looking and wanting uh, a long-term relationship that leads to family or, or whatever. My advice is you do you. Now, in this case, I will put a couple of bookends on, right? When you want to re-engage in a relationship, in dating, a situationship, anything on that spectrum, go for it. You do you. That's the entry bookend. The other bookend that kind of holds that experience together is to do so with your health and the, the health and the best interest in mind of everyone that you engage with, right? Take care of yourself. Be a cognizant of where you are emotionally and psychologically and spiritually, energetically in terms of how you enter into uh, this shared space of a relationship and, and, and be good to yourself and the other people involved in that. It can be frustrating to have other people who up to this point have never had any say in how you live your life and where you spend your time or with who and, and how much and when and everything else. And all of a sudden, everyone feels the, the need, the obligation, or the right to weigh in on, on your life and how you choose to live it. Um, again, I do believe that some of it comes from a place of good intention. It comes from a place of them being concerned for you. In some cases, it comes uh, from a place of them being concerned about uh, their, their relationship to your lost loved one. But it is also a situation where you, as an adult, get to choose. You have the right and the ability to do you in a way that is respectful and healthy to you and everyone else. And you can take on as much of that as you want, but it would be my offering to say, check in with yourself in terms of what feels good and don't try to live you, this portion of your life based off of what everyone else expects for you or thinks you should do. Okay, so fast forward. You have met someone. They're amazing. You have this amazing relationship. Everything's going great. And 
a little bit down the line, whether it's months or whether it's years, you guys come to an end. It doesn't matter the reason. Maybe you just found out you were not compatible and you went separate ways, or maybe you got to a place where neither of you had the uh, the requisite tools for managing the the challenging parts of a relationship in terms of how to come together and how to agree on certain things and understanding your own attachment styles and things of this sort. Okay, but it's over. Now you can expect that those same groups of people will come back to you. One, the friend that says, hey, I'm happy you've moved on, will come back to you and say, hey, I'm sorry, it didn't work out. That other group is going to come back and say, I told you so. And what I want to offer you in this case is for you to resist the temptation to absorb that blame back onto yourself. To start to see yourself as having done something wrong or having done something too soon because someone else has been quote unquote proven right. Right? I want to offer you that no one's been proven anything in this situation. How do I know? Because relationships start and end all the time in the absence of losing a spouse. And it's a necessary part of learning about yourself. It's a necessary part of two people being able to work on the aspects of themselves that, that need to be worked on, where they can grow. And sometimes people have the desire to do so and the, the fortitude to do so, and sometimes they don't. And sometimes they have the tools to do so, and sometimes they don't. And so relationships end for a variety of reasons. And what I want to let you know is your relationship did not end because it was too soon. Right. If you started off because you felt like you were ready and if you were taking care of your your mental and emotional self in terms of how you approach things, who's to say it was too soon? Don't accept that for anyone. Uh, please be gentle and gracious on yourself and and allow yourself to understand that these things happen not just to you, they happen for you. And that maybe this relationship or this experience or experiences were a necessary part of your continued growth and healing and, and, and personal development. And you will integrate that experience into your life going forward, just as you have integrated and are continuing to integrate the experience of living with and loving and losing your spouse. Okay? So please, if and when that happens, expect it and be gentle on yourself and forgiving of yourself. And you may have to be forgiving of those people who want to tell you, I told you so. Again, going back to what we said earlier, everyone's got their own box that they're looking at this thing through or out of their own window that you're looking at this experience through. And so it necessarily colors our reactions to things. And while it's backhanded or maybe it's a slight or maybe it's intended to 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 add to the pain we don't know um, it is simply born out of their partially out of their experience of saying i didn't think this was right and i tried to tell you so and you didn't listen maybe you don't need to hear that at that time fair enough um, but try to understand it from their perspective uh, but do not absorb their perspective and allow it to become yours right you get to make out of this experience what you want so what does moving on look like for you 
it looks like nothing because it doesn't exist for you, right? You are not moving on. You're moving forward with, and you are in a process of continued and transformational grieving, transformational healing, and transformational self-improvement, right? You are not moving on from anything you're moving with. But we acknowledge that other people are going to see it differently and that we may not, nor do we need to, all come to agreement about what's happening here. You get to do you. You get to enter into the next phases of your life at the time and manner in which you desire. Uh, and the only box that you would put on yourself is that you are interested in doing things that are both healthy for you and for all the other people that you interact with. But you get to do you in the way that you want. Lastly, things don't always work out the way you want. They don't work out the way you planned. Life happens. We know this as widows and widowers. Life happens. Okay, so what do you do? You continue to move forward with this new experience of loss and pain or disappointment, and you get to integrate that into your life as you move forward with it, right? You find ways of continuing to honor your loved one. You find ways of continuing to honor honor you, the experiences that you're having in life and to take lessons from both the the loss and the pain and the, the regret and the, the sadness that comes from loss. And you also get to take the lessons that come from the, the gratitude and the abundance and the forgiveness and the increased capacity to love and to live life on your own terms. You get to take all of that. You get to integrate all of that and move forward in a way that is of your choosing and your design. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you are at this point in your life where people are starting to say to you, I'm glad you're moving on or great. So I guess you're moving on. Reach out. This is what I do here at Coaching You Through. I help widowers reconnect with life, love, and purpose. And I'd love to have a conversation with you. The information to get in touch with me is uh, on the trailer at the end. It's also on my Instagram. My Instagram is coaching, the letter U, through. And uh, my link and everything is there. You can schedule an appointment through Calendly. You can reach out on my website, all the places. So I look forward to talking to you and uh, have a great holiday season uh, until we talk again. Thank you for joining me today. If you've benefited from this podcast, please like and share and leave a review. It helps. If you're a widower who's lost your person and you're on your grief journey, I offer one-on-one -on -one and group coaching. You can find out more at coachingyouthrough.com. That's coaching, the letter U, through.com. And on Instagram under the same name, coachingyouthrough. Till next time.